thank you in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, Lord, God Almighty, today. Glory and honor to your name, Father. We worship you. We love you, Lord. We give glory to your most holy name. Thank you, our maker. Thank you, our God. Yes, Lord, we worship you. Under this grace, we say thank you. Under this mercy, we say thank you for your awesomeness and your greatness in our lives. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. You are awesome, Lord. You are kind, Lord. Hallelujah to your name. Blessing and honor and power and glory to your name, Lord. We appreciate you. Adoration and power. Oh, and majesty be unto our God, adoration, adoration, and power. Oh, and majesty be unto our God, adoration, adoration, and power. Oh, and majesty be unto our God. Adoration, adoration, and power. Oh, majesty be unto our God. Adoration, adoration. And power, oh, and majesty be unto our God. Adoration, adoration, and power, oh, and majesty be unto our God. Adoration, adoration, and power. 
Oh, majesty, be unto our God. You are the Lord, let your name be glorified. You are the Lord, let your let name your be name glorified. glorified. We give we you give glory. Jesus Christ, mighty name, we worship. Amen. Glory to the name of the Lord in the name of Jesus this evening. You are welcome to this program. You are welcome to this broadcast today. We bless the Lord for making you part of us. And then we thank God for making you part of the blessing that the Lord is going to offload to us in the name of Jesus. We bless the Lord today. We give glory to his name. Hallelujah. We have been in this uh, episode for, for two weeks now. This is the third week of fence mending in marriage, garden. And the Lord has been so faithful. The way he has been teaching us, he has been taking us through. And we bless the Lord that for some of us, 
that the Lord touched, whose has the Lord touched, had been part of the blessings also. And today again, it's going to be another round of blessing. And we pray that the Lord God Almighty will make himself available to you and to every one of us, touching our hearts and moving us forward in all our marital endeavors. In the name of Jesus Christ. Mm. Hallelujah. Last week, by the grace of the Lord, we studied uh, uh, under this, our episode, Fence Mending in the Marriage Garden, episode two. Uh, we talk about mending your life's fence to mend that of your marriage. Hallelujah. Every one of us has fence. The reason why we have fence normally and originally and generally is because there are treasures to be kept inside our marriages or in our lives, rather. Because if the fence of our life is broken and the enemy is penetrating, or, or is, uh, uh, sorry, and the enemy is, uh, is intruding into this, uh, into the peace of the Lord that is meant for our family, we are the one that is going to fight back. But before we begin to fight, we have to do a kind of fencing because our own life is the one that is the target of the devil in our marriage. Personally, when we are talking about the enemy entering our marriage, I believe personally that it is our life personally that is targeting. There is a destiny in our lives that enters into marriage with us. There are glories in our lives that enters into marriage with us. There are issues of our life, virtues that enters into marriage with us. And all these things that enter into the marriage with us are good, are glorious. And the enemy, being the adversary, is interested in that which is peaceful and joyful and glorious in our lives. So, and in marriage is where we, where we registered and signed in into, into such glory or such destiny that our life is, uh, is attached to, uh, that is attached to our life. So, when you are single, you don't register anything until you marriage, until you married. So when you enter into marriage, that is when you sign in into everything you will be for the Lord, both of you, even as individual, and when you are coming together. So which means that when you come together into a family, when you come together with your wife and husband in the family, there are things of God about you that must be registered in heaven, that must be, uh, that must be uh, activated in heaven. Marriage is where we activate glorious things that our life must spell to the world. Hallelujah. It, has the, it is at the altar of marriage that we uh, activate all those glorious things. And that is what we believe in this ministry. And the Lord has taught us through experiences. We each of us also. And you know, experience is the best teacher. As they used to say, we have learned our lessons in hard ways, in various ways, in our lives also. The Lord deliberately, deliberately took us into, I mean, through such experiences in order to be wise enough and to learn how to counsel and to learn how to uh, make people to, uh, to adhere 
to the instruction of God in marriage because uh, our life as individual, as we are teaching you, the Lord has processed our life through marriages. Amen. The, the Lord has processed, even the enemy also, they have assessed our destiny and our glory through marriage. Praise the Lord. And then, but the Lord himself was great enough in our lives. Like I said in one of our teachings this morning, in the morning, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So when you enter uh, into marriage, uh, the enemy goes in there with you, whether you like it or not. The Holy Ghost himself is there. Jesus Christ is there. Hallelujah. Every, 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 in fact, all, 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 all I mean, everything that, uh, that, 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 that must be activated in the marriage, everything that goes in there with you, of course, you know, the enemy have been assessing our life outside our marriages before we enter therein. But now that we enter therein, that is what the enemy has been waiting for. Most of us, the enemy will not have any power. To, act, to do anything against us until we get to marry. We get the person that we are going to marry. And that's why we cried most of most time in this ministry to our youths that are about to marry, that they should be very, very careful and be sensible. And they should be spiritual enough, highly spiritual enough before they enter into the marriage because it is at the marriage altar that we activate great and glorious things so last week the lord taught us that we have to fence and mend defense of our lives finding i mean we have to we have to make sure that our lives is okay we are strong before we enter we are strong in the lord and in the spirit before we enter into marriage because we have found out that the strength with which uh, marriage is, is is for powerful men and women Marriage is not for babies. Marriage is not for it's not for kids. Not even spiritual, spiritual or, or physical. Marriage is not for even uh, it's not for uh, novice. Marriage is for for somebody for for, for 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 people that have been professionally trained and they are ready. When I say professional, let me just clarify my 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 uh, my intention to say that. Hallelujah. Uh, you must go into marriage with some experiences that you have gathered and the informations that you have found as facts. Because you don't, if you don't get information and you don't find concrete information and you learn, what I say now, you, 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 you know the nitty gritty of how those information that you learn, how it operates. When you get into marriage, there are a lot of trouble you are going to have. But when you are trained, the Bible said there are, there are people that have been trained, their senses have been trained to hear and to, and to learn and to, and to respond. So in marriage, marriage is, uh, is supposed to be a peaceful place. It's supposed to be a peaceful home for everyone. But what I want to say is that marriage is always like you are entering into a kind of battleground. Amen. Facing your destiny squarely, registering your destiny in heaven through marriage, because Satan had already won marriage before. That was that. That is why it is become. It has become warfare. 
Yes, entering into marriage, fighting battles, entering into marriage is general like that. Whether you are spiritual or not, whether you are holy or not, whether you are born again or not, whether you have, you have Christ or not, when you enter into marriage, you have something to fight. So that's the reason why marriage is not for babies. Babies that enter into marriage, uh, when they enter into marriage as novices, when you see them marrying for one day, one month, two months, one year, two years, they are scattered. Huh? So you see, because they have not, even those that scatter, of course, well, we may say that I mean, scattering or being separated in marriage is partial blessing because you can still come together if God wants that. But what? If you don't, if you don't want to, if you want to avoid uh, uh, entering to marriage and if the fence is broken again, that is what you are going to learn today, of course. Abby, praise the Lord. So uh, when you enter into the marriage, you break away again. Then how do you do that? That's the reason why we said that your life fence must be strong also. That is Jesus Christ. We said last week that you must, you ought to have been Jesus' spouse. You must have entered into the garden of marriage with Jesus in salvation, through salvation of your souls. Through salvation of your, of your soul, rather. So, because when you know who Jesus Christ is, and you have encountered Jesus Christ, and Jesus has encountered you, before you enter into your marriage, that was what we said last week, then it isn't you again, it won't be you again, entering into that marriage alone. Jesus Christ will enter therein with you. Hallelujah. In fact, he will lead you through before you enter. The much of Jesus in you, the much of the spirit, the more spiritual you are, the more fence you build around your life. In order not to even enter into evil, I mean, wrong marriages. So that's why anyone Christian, even non-Christian, that is entering into marriage, because God Himself was the is the is the founder of the marriage. So if you want to enter there and you are not you are not uh, uh, related with Him. Eh? Closely, you are a stranger unto God. Eh? You know God is spirit, and those of us that must serve Him must serve Him in spirit and in truth. But yet, if you want to enter into marriage, that is the reason why you must be so spiritual. Because marriage is more spiritual than physical. It's more than sex. Marriage is more than bearing children. Marriage is more than it's more than uh, uh, building houses together, making making. Uh, uh, yeah, future progresses together. Marriage is spiritual. There are a lot of things that you fulfill when you enter into marriage. And there are a lot of things that you lose, oh my God, when you marry. Amen. That you lose when you marry. But I pray you will not be a loser in the name of Jesus. Yeah. That's the reason why you must be strong. We said it last week that, that you must be you must be you must be Jesus' spouse. Because Jesus Christ is the owner of the garden that you are entering. God himself made Jesus Christ to pass through marriage. Fresh marriage for that matter. Amen. For him to be, to assess this world. He assessed, he assessed this world. He came into this world as Emmanuel through marriage. Meaning that marriage is still the instrument of the Lord to fulfill divine cancers on earth. So anyone that is entering there, we said you must have known the Lord because if you don't know the Lord, 
the owner of the marriage, the founder of the marriage, you may make uh, error, many errors. The Lord help us in Jesus' name. So that last week, we studied in the book of Songs of Solomon. We, talk, we, we learned about Jesus' his wife, how they should used to be. If you are Jesus' spouse, be you a male or a female, we are all Jesus' spouses. Jesus Christ is the bridegroom. Is the bridegroom. We are the bride. All of us believers. We are Jesus. Jesus is bride. And then, as we are Jesus' brides, he, he, there are some character that uh, we must have uh, have, have uh, taken. Or um, there are some life. There are there are, there are a level of life of uh, uh, spirituality with Jesus that we might have attained before we enter into our marriage. And then our relationship with Jesus Christ has a lot to do about our success or failure in marriage. Hallelujah. Do you know that some of us enter into marriage, though we enter by mistake, narrow mistake, yes? And that narrow mistake took, <laughs> took a lot of years for the Lord to help us to correct it. Amen in Jesus' name. The Lord will help us. But we pray that the Lord God Almighty will cause you personally not to miss it. Because missing it in marriage is missing many pain. If you miss it in marriage, you are going to miss many pain. So it is better to be sensible, to be spiritual, to make, to, to, to make the fence of your life so strong before you enter into that marriage. And as you enter there, the Lord himself will also enter with you because... You know that the journey you are taking, because you are related with him already, as we believe. So if you are related with him, you will know that the journey that you are taking is his own journey into that marriage. He will guide you if you, if you take him through, I mean, take him with you into the marriage. So like I said, many of us, some of us made narrow, narrow, what I say narrow, narrow uh, mistake. And we, ain't, we, we, we marry, we marry uh, against the divine counsel for our life. But because we have Jesus, because we have taken in Jesus, because we are related with him, because we have, a, we have, level, we have, we have attained level of cordial relationship with him, that was what made us to skate through. Hallelujah. And those errors that we made, we didn't make it because we want to become an enemy to Jesus Christ. Some of us just married because... Our, our spouse did not know the law, and we did not know the law before we get married. Abby, when we get married, we were now struggling to know the law, both of us. One of us is, I mean, knew the Lord, and the other have not known. Of course, some of us like that, the spirituality of the other that knew the Lord, we, we, we spell what, the, what he, how successful he or she will be in that marriage. So it is very essential to be spiritual. So that's why we emphasized last week that you must be Jesus' spouse. You must have been married to Jesus before you be successful in marriage. Even if you enter therein with Jesus and you meet anything there in that marriage, whatever challenges that you face when you enter there in that marriage, because you have carried Jesus into the marriage before you enter there, the Lord will see you through. The Lord will see you through. So that's the reason why defense of your life must be must be made strong before you enter into that marriage. I, I pray the Lord will bless you. So don't forget, you can check our message last week. That is episode two. 
spends mending in the marriage garden, episode two. That's why we say the title, the title was Mending Your Life's Fence to Mend That of Your Marriage. And we say you must be strong indeed. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ must be invited to your family. We, 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 we checked the issue of uh, marriage of Ghana of Galilee, of, 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 of Ghana of Galilee, so where Jesus Christ and his disciples were invited. And the wine finished. The wine finished. Trouble, trouble started, even during the wedding. Uh -huh. And Jesus Christ, because he was invited, he was sought upon. He was sought for, for solution, because he was around. He's there in the marriage ceremony. So the more of Jesus in your marriage, the more of solution you have. And the more of Jesus you have taken in, the more of his grace in your life, the more of victory you are going to attain, even if you, whatever way you have entered into the marriage. Because some of us, like we said, we, we made narrow, narrow mistake of marrying somebody that is not ours, that is not given to us. Some of us, because we want to save our spouse. We say we want her to be saved or we want him to be saved. So we marry him for Jesus Christ, to save him mm -hmm. or to save her. But yet, the, what we found there was that we were not the one that is choosing by God to save her or to save him. That's why the Bible said and confirmed it in the book of uh, uh, First Corinthians. He said, who, who know, How knowest thou if thou shalt save thy wife? O man, how knowest thou if thou shalt save thy husband? O woman, because if you intend to save your spouse, before and before you enter there, you may not know his pastor or our pastor, whom the or a shepherd, whom the Lord. Maybe you did not know that there are certain people that are that are that destiny, divine destiny, have chosen as their pastor or their shepherd, who will meet them and speak to them, and they will hear. Maybe you don't know. You may not be the past your pastor's wife to change him or to change her, or your pastor, your, your your husband's pastor to change him. Unto Jesus Christ, how do you know? You may not know. That's the reason why you can't marry your wife because, or you marry that woman or that marry that man before because you want him to be Jesus' wife. Mm -mm. You want, um, but if you two have become Jesus' wife and you are strong with Jesus, hallelujah. And then uh, uh, the Lord Himself is the one that will take up the, the work. Like Jesus Christ Himself, when His mother consulted Him. During the time that, I mean, at the, at, at the finishing of the wine, Jesus Christ uh, uh, snubbed his mother at, 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 first, at the first time, first instance. What did he say? He said, my time has not come. He's waiting for a time because he's under the control of the father. But I knew it was when he heard that he should go ahead and do a miracle there, that he started there. And the first miracle that Jesus Christ did ever in life in his ministry was in marriage for you to know how important marriage is so jesus christ attending that marriage showed to us and revealed to us the divine intention divine intention praise the lord the divine intention for marriage praise the lord hallelujah jesus christ revealed divine intention what is divine intention is for marriage so the lord himself uh, is very, very interested. In fact, 
when you look at the reason why Jesus Christ has to be has to started his ministry uh, in marriage, you you can be sure that indeed marriage is a many thing to the heavenlies, to God, uh, and to and to and to uh, so the Lord help us in Jesus' name. So today, by the grace of the Lord, we are preparing to go into our teaching. So that we are only telling us or reminding us of those things that we taught last week. The Lord help us in Jesus' name. So please listen to our message. You, can, you don't want to repeat what we have taught. So you, can, you have the chance again to download it. It was a beautiful teaching. The qualities of Jesus' wife or Jesus' spouse. Eh? So hallelujah. We, we, we studied in the book of Songs of Solomon chapter 4 from verses 12 to 16. That was it. And then it was awesome. Then from chapter 5, 1 to 16 also. Uh, the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. So just check uh, that uh, 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 last week message. So today, by the grace of the Lord, the Lord is taking us into another level. So we want to study today how, what should we do? Amen. To keep, to keep the marriage secure. Mm -hmm. So we have to know those things that can that are dangerous to the security of marriage. Then so how to do what what should we do in order to keep the marriage fence secure and to make it strong? We have said that last week that you have to do what? You have to enter with Jesus Christ. And you have to be Jesus' spouse. And the quality of Jesus' spouse was what we studied last week. So that we, uh, you, we, you, you understand who you ought to be. And then, by the grace of the Lord, just listen to that message. The Lord will bless you. Today, we want to go into the today's teaching. I'm not the one teaching today. I will only support my uh, darling here. She is the one that is going to teach us today by his grace. And she has prepared with the Lord. In fact, when I was preparing also, so that she would prepare on her own side and I prepare on my, on my side here, the Lord asked me to let her do it. That is only what he puts, I mean, he, God, put him, put it in her heart that we should remain, I mean, we should dwell upon today. So I want to say you are welcome, my dear. God bless you. Let me unmute you here. Praise the Lord so that you begin to give us that which the Lord uh, wants us to know today. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Let, yes, Let, yes. God bless God you, bless you. Brother, brother and sister. You're welcome to the studio. And you're welcome as you download the name of Jesus. Mm, said much. The importance of marriage. How important marriage is to God. But we are, if it is that important, if it is the heartbeat of God, if the eyes of God are on marriage, what are the things we should do to make it work? Or what are the things we should avoid not to break the fence? You see, every one of us knows what a fence does. A fence is some structures or a structure put up 
to keep some things inside it intact, protected, secured. And uh, about two weeks ago, you are able to know that your marriage is like the Garden of Eden, where you are to reach the world with your sweetness, refreshing. When we talk about the water and the river flowing from the Garden of Eden and having four heirs to all the utmost nook and cranes of the rural, that is your marriage. If the intention is so great and important, it needed to be kept. And there are some things we need to know. And that is why we're dealing with. If marriage and home is what God is depending on to fulfill the reason why he created the earth, then what are the things we that are involved that is the two in particular that are involved in marriage should do to keep the fence intact. You see, the, 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 the instruction given to Adam is what is Eve created for him. I've been created to help me, to, to help him keep. You know, the instruction was, the duty of Adam was to keep the garden. Keeping and toes, making sure, make sure, making sure there's no dirt, clearing weeds, avoiding strangers coming in, guarding and guiding. And somebody that we help him do that was taken out of his reef as a help mate. Please, this is a, a wonderful assignment of utmost importance to God. That is why it is necessary to give attention to all these topics we are treating or subtopics. Help mates is more than help mates. We are not discussing grammar here, but it is it is a simple thing. Help meet. Help meet. M-E-E-T. The E-E-T there is greater than M-A-T-E. Somebody that we help the person given the assignment to meet God's standard, to meet God's purpose, to succeed in what is delivered in his hand. And that is why it was not good for Adam to be alone. And God brought th that thing seen in Adam that is not, was not good was perfected in Eve. So that the Eve will be the, a strong buttress to make sure Adam succeed. So until we see marriage in the spiritual sense like this, it is then we can walk together as in the heart of God, as the two created to pursue one purpose, one goal, one aim. And that is summarized in what Brapos said, that before you can succeed in this assignment called marriage or home, 
you have to be married to Jesus first. Without me, you can do nothing. Without me, the marriage cannot work. Without me, you can't, you can't, you can't be the help meet God wants you to be. Without me, you can't keep or guard or guide or till or keep the garden successfully. That is how important it is to first of all be married to Jesus, know him inside out, know him in the real sense of it, with him with you. You'll be able to perform the role expected of you in marriage. So by this, you know that marriage is the most important thing on earth. To make the earth as a satellite of the heavenly to succeed. And the two of you in it are so important to God. Therefore, see it as the most important thing in your life. If you succeed in anything you call ministry, it is, that is dependent, dependent on the fact that you first of all succeed in this first assignment. The foremost assignment, the most important assignment on earth. So with that, it is, it, 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 wisdom cries out that you put your heart at it to consider things that will not cause you to break the fence of marriage or marital relationship or things you can do to foster that fence because that assignment given to you by God you will account for it. Don't forget, there is a day of reckoning. That's how you have to go with us. With all seriousness it deserves. You have to pay rapt attention and give the inner ears to it. The first thing I'll be said, you just have to know Jesus as Lord and Savior and follow him closely. Then with, he, with, he, he with you in the boat of Mary. The assignment is easy. And I know you're taking your marriage more serious than you have ever, you are viewing it in a, in a, in a different perspective, uh, far above the way you are be viewing it. Your mentality is changing, so it's, it's more than producing children, living together for whatever reason you might have gotten in your heads before. It's an assignment that the, that the eyes of God are upon. Therefore, it is something to be taken serious. Now, how do I help my Adam to keep the fence so that strangers don't come in to guard and guide? What can I do as a helpmate to make him comfortable, to make him happy, to encourage him as a woman, as a woman, as the helpmate? Because in, in, in Dicks, the word used for the, help, the kind of help God was going to give to Israel to pass through the wilderness and get to their Canaan land is the same Hebrew word used for that Eve that will be a helpmate. You can see that though people, the Bible says you're a weaker vessel, but you are the perfected form of Adam. To help him in every way Hallelujah. to succeed in his assignment. Wow. That is to say, 
No different goals. The same goal. The same voice. The same mind. The same Lord. The same baptism. The same pursuit. Once you see married that way, by allowing the Holy Spirit and the Jesus in you, you will not fail. You will not fail God. You will not disappoint God. So take it serious. What are some of the things or actions we could be involved in that will break the fence that God gave to Adam to keep? The fence of the garden of marriage. Some of them, let's consider Eve first. Before we go to some that we can gather these days in our own generation. You see, if you look at Genesis 3, the sap, now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the feet, which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, the one that is strong, the perfecter form of Adam, the help meet, the one that will do everything spiritual, physical, financial, material, to help Adam succeed. And that is why she was a perfecter form. Help meet. It was that woman that the devil went in the in the serpent went to. And now said unto her, Yea, had God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the tree of of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree, which is the blah, blah. Where am I, where I'm going is this? It's a common thing. The, the devil spoke again and told her in verse five, God knows this will happen, that's why I said that. Then verse six, the devil will always attack one of them in the garden in his or her area of weakness. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, we women, there is a nature in us or a tendency in us that we want to be meticulous, that we want to look very well, that we want to say this is the right thing to do, that we want to be more careful you know, generally speaking, even when men dress, they are careless. I'm not abusing them. That is how God wired them. They are careless. Before you know it, if you ask a woman, I'm, I'm going to a point that we should pray, since we have Jesus and the Holy Spirit in us, we women should pray against this thing. The carefulness in us. I'm talking to myself too. Because I have a garden to keep now. <laughs> the carefulness, this is the right way to do things in us. We must hand it over to Jesus to take care for us because we are very important to help our Eden succeed. So that the two of us, emanating from the woman, will not disappoint God. The devil knows that women can look well. Women are careful women we want to see it yes this is the right way to do it by looking well 
Be very careful. He attacked that witness. And before we know it, he succeeded. And when the woman saw that the tree was good, she saw, she saw that the, 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 the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes. Many things don't appear to, the, to men. If you look at the fashion world today, it is the women that are, that are leading, that are on the top of the list. Although some men are, are being deceived today to put a ring and to do some other things. But right from time immemorial, women used to be very careful about their look, the one, the, 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 the fashion, the, 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 the value beauty, they want to be careful. They want to do things meticulous and things like that. And that was where the devil attacked. But listen, with somebody having an assignment, that weakness must be handed, must be handed over to the owner of the assignment to deal with you. It's not as if you should be as careless as not dressing well, not caring like man. But you should give, you should direct more prayers to that area so that your own Eve will not cause your own Adam to fall and thereby disappoint God. So, what I'm saying in essence is this she looked, she took time to look, meditate on it, ruminate on it, ponder on it, then saw. With, the, with another perception. Generally speaking, people used to believe, and it had been happening to me, that the woman, if she's spiritual enough, has the success to tap into some things. Why the man is not that careful? Except the man that has yielded to God totally, like my brapo here. <laughs> Many men, they don't, they, don't take, they don't take time to look deeply into things because they are God made them to be care they don't care yes, they don't they are carefree God bless you sir they are carefree it is the woman that had the system to look deeply ponder and see things but if the devil attacked this and something happened here she after taking too much cognizance of it she saw with another with a mental picture of certain things. Then her her hand followed, she took it and he ate. But this is where the first problem in the marriage started. And what is that? Taking decision to do things on your own without involving the partner. Are you following? That is where I'm going. Things that can break defense in marriage. One of them has seen the Eve here, and that is happening in many marriages, is either of the partner to take decision singularly without involving the other for whatever reasons. If we are to analyze reasons behind that, they are numerous. It could be ego, it could be cultural differences, 
uh, differences in educational background, exposure, experiences one might have uh, been uh, involved in or exposed to. Therefore, the other one believes his decision is superior to the other, or there's no need calling another person. After all, I know what, what to do. There's no time wasting time. That is where our problem started in Garden of Eden, that we must guard against so that there will be no repetition of your own garden, your married garden. Such repetition must not occur. If, please, if you have missed it, Jesus is there to mend it. Yeah. But those that are doing it right, we have to be on guard concerning what we are discussing today. And those that are just going to marriage, open your inner ears to hear. But if anyone admits it, you can take you can table your matter before Christ. He can do it. He can do it. So my point now is that she took it. She knew she had a partner somewhere. Somewhere in the garden. She took that decision on her own. And that is one of the things we must avoid. So that the fence in our marriage will not be broken. Taking singularly a decision concerning any matter in that marriage. Please pray if it has been, if it is your habit already, you are used to it. Please thank God you have Jesus. Because we have told you you can you can in fact there is no marriage that will work without Jesus. So since you have Jesus, take your take yourself, be it man or woman. We are both in the likeness of God. We are the best the best thing to say is the female man or the male man. Please take yourself to Jesus and repent of that. Your face is already cracking. Your face is already opening. If you are you you, you are in the habit of doing what Eve did here. Right? That's number one. Don't take a singular, don't take decision singularly. You are two knitted together, wedded by God in a miraculous way beyond the imagination of any mortal. One plus one is one in the mathematics of God in marriage. So if it is so, bone of bone, flesh of flesh, how can you sit down and be taking decision and your brain will not be involved? Your brain is in the flesh. How can you sit down and be taking decision and your bone will not be involved? How can you be taking decision and uh, every part of you will not be involved? So by the time you leave out the man or leave out the woman, you are already walking against God that say one plus one is one. Bone or bone, flesh or flesh. So the, the first step to take is take yourself to God. I, I, I'm used to this. I cannot help myself. Please, now that you are throwing light into this, which I've never seen wrong before, have mercy on me. And take me to your quarry. Break me down and remove me to be one that will be carrying my partner along in everything I do, when we are far apart or when we are together. The Lord will help you to do that. So what I'm saying in essence is that one of the thing, things that 
break the fence of marriage and invite the devil. Because if the devil has suggested to her, you know, two cannot work together except they agree. And two heads are always better than one. Let that sink into anybody's head. Don't see your partner as inferior to you in any way. Please. The woman is referred to as weaker self, but there's a likeness of God in her. The man you may think is not born again, it's not, it's not this or that, but there's a likeness of God in him. That is why you receive the grace now to carry each other along. You know, we are discussing it together. Something that will break the fence and things to do. We are doing it together. It's not how, far, how, how much we can say today, but how good we can treat it. So that it will sink and we start to put it in practice. That is the only thing that can make the God that gave us this topic to be happy. So, going to God, you can change. One plus one is one. Let it be in your marriage. You don't take singular decisions. The other one is as important as you because of the likeness of God in him or her. If you think he is not born again, regard the likeness of God in him or her. If you think she's the weaker vessel, don't ever think what she's saying is unreasonable, irrelevant, whatever grammar you want to use. Give attention to it and consider it. The Lord will help us. That's number one that caused the problem. Now, another thing that I saw there is Adam too. If somebody is your helpmate, it's like a pillar. The person is like a pillar supporting to make you stand well. I wouldn't know what must have caused Adam to roam away, far away from Eve. To that extent that they were discussing that, call it three minutes, that he was not yet around. His, 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 his arrival on the scene might have changed the story of humankind. You see, hearing the discussion, if he had always, if he had cultivated the habit of not leaving his mate alone, to be alone, that's what at the point I'm driving at. Work together. You know, moving, you see, in my in my dialect, I mean in my language, they used to say that uh, uh, the, 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 the snake that goes alone is easily killed rather than when they move in group or a single a single broom out of a bunch is easily cut into two rather than when they're in a bunch if you take a bunch of a broom and you try to break you know how difficult it is so two are formidable two are strong team Two shall chase 10,000. Two good heads are always better than one. God had the reason why he had given man and woman companion so that they move together, they sleep together, talk together, consider the same interest, and so, so many other things. So please, let's do it the way God proposed it to be. It is then marriage fence will never be broken. 
If Adam too had heard her, his his mate or his love by the hand and say, escort me to see something here in the garden, they will have been together. And the two good heads will have produced better results than what we are reading today. I believe it. Such that when, when the devil was throwing that question, he, he, he may quickly cut in and say, no, we're not giving attention to that. That's not what God told us. And that would have ended the discussion. Or something might have come from Adam. But he too thought the wife should be under the tree while he could throw alone. So the family that prayed together stayed together. The family that dined together are happier together. The family that sleep together in some home, separate beds. Because the wife is snoring, the husband is snoring, the husband is having one kind of odor with separate beds. Why not find the solution to that thing that could have separated you? To move apart few inches, such that the devil will come in between you, like he did in the Garden of Eden. There's a solution to every problem. Prayerfully, the Lord will the Lord will supply the solution because he is in the marriage. Including snoring. Even the scientists are finding solutions to snoring. If we give attention to it, how much more the Lord merely asking you to drink rainwater will have solved it instead of keeping separate bed. Somebody is having bad odor. Consider what could have caused that. And there are solutions. Even when the scientists have not proved uh, provide a solution, go to the to God that created that person having bad odor and ask him, what shall I do? I trust God. Even when that thing is not even existing, he will create it and ask you to use it and it will solve that problem. So what I'm saying in essence is that don't drift apart at any time. I'm not talking about don't travel apart. Do you know, like I, many a times when I'm in Lagos, even when I want to leave my sister's place because I want to see my old woman, I will tell Brother Paul my movement. At times when he's far away for certain important assignment, he will call me. I'll be I'll be going to over. I mean I'll be going to some place to do certain things. That's how it should be. Don't drift apart. Be it when you are in the home, or when you're far away. Always connect to each other. I know where my husband is now. And let it be that that is where the husband is. I know where my wife is now. And let it be where the wife is. That's how to keep the marriage fence intact. God bless you. So Eve took decision on her own. Adam strolled away without the woman. So let's guard against that in our marriages. There are other things. If you look at, if you look closely with inner eyes, where the Lord said unto the man, because he was the original owner of the assignment, the help meet is only making him comfortable, providing, doing everything to make him succeed. Help meet, meet. So, God went to the, I told you there's a day of reckoning for your marriage. You will not disappoint God. And you will not be judged guilty in Jesus' name. Amen. 
So it's something to work seriously. At. Do everything to make that marriage work. And the Lord will have mercy. So if you look at verse 12, and uh, sorry. Uh-huh. And he said, who told thee that thou was naked? As thou eating of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat. And the man said, not that, not the undertone. And the man said, the woman who thou gave to be with me, she gave me of the tree and I did eat. This is shifting of blame. You see, the, the first day Adam saw Eve, I'm, I'm driving at a, another point that we must avoid, not to break the fence. Or if, if it had been happening, we should quickly go to God to help us make amends so that that fence doesn't collapse. The first day God presented Eve, what did Adam say? This is my bone of bones and my word, flesh of flesh, and gave her a name. The name was like a pet, a pet name. You give somebody a pet name when there's love, when you see that person as part of you, as you. That is what, what was. But now, look at that. The woman whom thou gavest to be with me. That is to say, by the time there is shifting of blame, underneath there must be, a, there must have been a gap somewhere. What might have caused that of Eve and Adam? Such that he could no more see Eve as my angel, my bosom. The names, the names we used to call each other now. You know, he said, woman shall she be called. Eve, because she's the mother of all. That is pet name. But before this time, he was no more seeing Eve as the, the he was not, his, his heart had removed the pet name. It is now whom God gave. No more your bosom, no more your delight, no more your anger, no more your love, your darling, your diary, whatever we say, your babe, whatever you want to call it. Those ones come out of agape love, the kind of love that God has for man. But it, by the time that one had been fading little by little because of one action or the other reaction and the other. And attention is not given to it on time. This is the result. The fence has been cracking a long time. If you look deeply at that one, the, man you, the woman you gave to me, imagine. Imagine shifting blame on God. It means the fence must have been cracking. So look inward. That those names that you you used to call your partner from out of a deep love from the sincere heart. It, when those names are no more coming forth, then the fence is already cracking. What are the things that is causing the fence to crack? Give attention to it before it opens up and break totally. So what am I saying? I'm not in your house. You are not in mine. But what are those things? Sit down now. Ruminate over them. Whenever I see my husband before, there's a joy that rolls from the bottom of my belly. 
and that, that name will just come, even the one I've not called him before, just to make him happy that I love you. But that is no more happening. What are the things that cause it? Those are the things to avoid. And if it is there already, we to sit down and look inward. Call our partner and settle it. And that, that takes us to good communication. Let there be no communication gap. Communication for any marriage, for any fence to be intact, the two must be talking friends. There's nothing too high, there's nothing too low, nothing too secret, nothing too bad, unhardable, that you cannot talk between yourselves. Let there be no communication gap. That may help such that the crack will be avoided even before it gets to the extent of shifting blame on each other. By the time it comes to the extent of shifting blame on each other, hey, the defense the, the is already opening. One block has been removed. May the Lord make amends as we listen and open up to God in the areas where we find ourselves guilty in Jesus' name. Amen. So are you following? As we treat those things that could cause it, we are also providing solutions to what we could do to quickly make amends. If it is even beyond, if it is like the fence of Jerusalem that was burnt, broken, nothing remaining but ruins, the God of Nehemiah can do it again, to raise it up again. Despite the Tobias and the Sabalats, God can raise your fence, and you'll be happy again. With Jesus in your boat, all things are possible. Now, we have treated communication flowing with each other. Don't allow malice. Nothing happens that you keep malice. No. You may be quiet to avoid argument. That is wisdom, not malice. But you make sure that the sun doesn't go down on that thing that will have not, that will have caused you not to flow in communication. Please. That is one of the ways to avoid your offense being uh, uh, your fence cracking or breaking. And that is another way to cause it to, 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 be, to be fortified. The Lord will help you. There's nothing too hard. Nothing about your family, about his family, that sh you should keep secrets about. I've gone to another point. Flowing in communication, whatever happens, the sun should not go down before you start to flow again. Then make sure there's no secret. You know, when one keeps secrets and the other discovers accidentally or somewhere else, it erodes trust. And when trust is lost, you take the Jesus in your boat to, to, to bring it back. That is the truth. Don't keep, I ever, don't say it is, it is secret of high order. There is no secret of high order that should not be disclosed between the two. Please take note of these things. These are the things that break down the fence, and these are the things to do on the positive side to fortify your fence. There's nothing too much. Hey, I've got a child before we got married. But in fact, that should be discussed even before, uh, before marriage. Just to tell that person I love you, but at the same time, 
I, I should not deceive. Because I love you, I don't want to deceive you into it. If you really love me, tell him the reason why a child comes before that time. What I'm saying, I'm trying to look at something that can be very difficult to, to, to tell your partner. And I'm telling you, however difficult it is, nothing should, nothing should remain secret between the children. And in Genesis 2.15, the Bible says the two of them remain, they are naked and never, they are never ashamed. It's more than removing your pants in sex. Naked in every way, concerning things you should know about your pants. Naked in every way, concerning your past. Concerning everything that he could discover later. Even when the child had died, tell him or her. If the love, if the love is there sincerely, if the love is there sincerely, she may be hot, but the love will pacify her heart. The love will remove the bitterness. The genuine love will remove the resentment, will remove the hurt because of God that brought it together. Because I believe you came together not on your own volition. You, you came together not on your own volition, but God directed you to each other. That is the sure foundation for any marriage that will keep the fence fortified forever. Any marriage that will, will keep the fence intact forever are those who, who came together because God... God brought them together. He showed them to each other. They prayed through and confirmed it. Those are the ones that their friends will always be standing very easy to remove cracks. So, and if, if that is the beginning and the foundation of that marriage, that it was God that brought you together, there's nothing that should remain a, a secret. And there's no secret you divert to him since it is called that say, marry so so, so person. That I should hold that person to the extent I'm getting out of the will of God. No. You will not just be, be, be getting away from that man or woman. You are disobeying God that brought you together and you are getting out of his will. So what I'm saying in essence is this. The sure foundation and the sure, the best way to fortify the fence of marriage is for God to bring it together. And once it is God that brought you together. It's not as if because she's beautiful or he's handsome, intelligent or whatever. You have no reason except God. Then it is the God's will that will cause you to forgive the unforgivable even when that secret is revealed. And it is the, the same will of God you want to do that will cause you not to deceive. Because Psalm 101 says, there's no one that deceives that will enter his house. So, what I'm saying in essence is that start your marriage in God Keep no secret. Your fence will remain solid forever. God bless you. And um, when that secret is diverged, it should be between the two. That's the way God wants it. That is why they were naked in Genesis 2.15 and they were not ashamed. If not for the fact that you, are, you became the wife or husband, you wouldn't have known that secret. There is one thing I want to add. Hallelujah. On the issue of keeping those secrets. Hallelujah. Uh, the Lord 
who have brought us together knew that we are uh, commemorating one another. We are, oh, sorry, we are complementing one another. The strength of one is in the other. And then they don't know that uh, when two comes together, the woe of being alone has been removed. Woe is you, is you if you are alone, or anyone that is alone. So to remove woe from marriage uh, is, is, was the reason why the law even made marriage. Woe. May the law remove woe from our lives and from our marriages in the name of Jesus. You see, when the enemy know that there is keeping of secrets, and uh, he knew that he, the devil, is the uh, is the secret keeper. He is the one that is is is, is of the darkness. So anyone among us as couple, the enemy that knows that we are keeping secrets from one another, we sit together, and we be the friend. We become the friend of that of that person that is what that is keeping that secret uh you see when you learn how to reveal even this the most what you call the top secrets of your life of what the enemy is doing in your life you see that is the day you begin to have strong friends and you begin to build strong family look what the enemy use as instrument is this issue of keeping secret. The moment Satan sows sin in your life, on one of you as a couple, he sows something that you must not reveal to your spouse. He made you to do something that, or let me say, you did something. Not the devil making you now. Of course, we used to say devil, devil is the devil is everything. But we too, our flesh is the devil that we have to deal with. So maybe you do something in the flesh and the pain is too, what do I call it now? It's a top secret to you, you said, and you don't want to reveal it to your spouse. That is where the enemy begins to operate. And then, when the enemy has succeeded in doing that, in making you to keep that secret, maybe you committed a sin. You commit a sin rather. Maybe you commit a sin against your spouse. Or you do something that you, you know that indeed your spouse ought to know this before you do it. But you did it alone without making her know or making him know. Then you had already built a house with the devil and the devil will be abiding with you. He will be giving you other instructions from him. So even if God himself is the one that leads you to that marriage before you get married, the moment you are keeping secret, you have already, you have already opened the fence onto the devil, onto the enemy to enter. So now, how do you overcome? When you have committed a sin and the enemy is keeping it, he's asking you to keep it and you can't, you can't, you can't reveal it. Hallelujah. Then, like I said, you have become the brother to Satan or the wife of Satan at that time. Maybe whether even you are, you are, you are become Satan's spouse. The moment he's able to keep something, you do something and you reveal it to your partner. And then 
the partner, you maybe you think your partner is not strong enough, may not be strong enough to do what? To hear that thing without, to handle it when you give it to him or her. Then, you have to take wisdom. You take wisdom to reveal that. Of course, your spouse may not be strong enough to do it. But the problem that is behind the matter is that the moment that secret keep go keep um, uh, persisting, in, and it's, it keep I mean it's being it's being hidden from your partner, the strength of your family, or the the, the or defense of your family had already been broken, and the strength of your of your family is waning, and when the strength of your family wanes, then another another lord another master has taken over already so how do you now overcome it is to tell the secret however hard it has happened to some of us like that we kept it until the lord spoke to us go and tell him or go and tell her what you did wrong praise the lord it was so hard it was so hard to say it but it was said it was an experience it was said the truth was said i did this and i did it and i did not mean to do it hallelujah of course the moment you say that you have broken the fence of satan or the strength of satan in your family and that and the lord is glorified even if your your spouse is not able to undo it the lord will undo it himself if you don't have any, if you don't know what to do, and the best to do is just to tell your wife or to tell your husband, yes, that is how to do it. Some of our people in the in my in my in my place here, they used there was there is a program where they used to meet spouses, bringing spouses together, and they will they will say oh, the other spouse will tell the program coordinator what do you call it now the program moderator what he or she did wrong so then the, the program of moderator we call the the spouse in question and explain it to him what he what he or she did wrong and they will call the spouse to explain to him there is a wisdom with which they will take it we can do it here also even if you want to if you want us to do it if you want to tell your spouse what you have done wrong, we have a way of making her know it. Praise the Lord. The moment you even tell somebody outside, you are revealing what you have done in the secret to somebody, you have broken the backbone of the devil first. Hallelujah. You have broken it. So now, it is the person that you now tells that we know how to approach your spouse. Amen. And to table... Uh, so I mean I'll say th thank you so much. That one must be a spiritual person because that program is being handled by somebody that is spiritual also. The programmer in question. So and even find out that this issue is bringing us to a point where too we have to take uh, the exercise of doing that, of opening the studio for people, for spouses. Uh, by the grace of the Lord, or one of these Saturdays, we do it. Of course, we did one the other time. We asked people to call in. People did not call in until we finished that program. So we want spouses to come in. If you will do that, you can register with us. You can, you can, you can, you can book an appointment with us. If you are hearing us, book an appointment with us. 
when you book an appointment with us, we'll be able to call you. I mean, you call us, and then uh, we 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 can make arrangement to how you are going to uh, meet us, and we discuss together on those things. So, so our number is uh, could be found when you when you when you click on our uh, information profile on on the pod B. Just on our profile, on the pod B, you see our numbers there. Our number is. Zero I mean, plus two three four eight zero five seven two one four four seven zero plus two three four eight zero five seven two one four four seven zero and plus two three four uh three eight zero seven eight I mean three eight two seven eight two nine zero sorry plus two three four let me come again plus two three four three eight two seven eight two nine zero Plus two three four three eight two seven eight two nine zero. So when you call us, we'll be able to help you, because telling your spouse will break the backbone of the devil and fortify your fence. Because where the devil breaks fences is where where he enters, introduces his own thing, which is evil, and you do it, you fall, you fall. For the devil in doing that evil, then the devil will make his seat there and his abode there in that family. The reason why you see many commotions and all these things in the family today is because the fence had already been broken through concealing, uh, what do we call it now? Concealing secrets. Through concealing secrets, encouraging the work of, I mean, the Satan's, the, the Satan's work of darkness. To, to continue in the family. So to break the backbone of the devil, let me tell you an experience. When I broke my, well, there was a time, I, I think I have ministered it sometimes ago, hallelujah. Uh, I, well, I, I, I did something wrong, not to my uh, spouse, hallelujah. But uh, what I'm saying is that when I went to tell that person what I did wrong, eh, and I did wrong behind her, you know, immediately she, she felt bad, but immediately I left her. The Holy Spirit ministered to me. He said, "Today, you have break, you have broken the chains of the devil over your life." Later, it was now it was it, 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 it was now it was later learned through the Lord that even that that person I told was a connivance to what I did wrong. Eh? I didn't know in the spiritual world, the spiritual world she was a connivance to what was done wrong. Eh? So later she revealed that truth by saying one thing. Eh? She confessed that truth. She confessed it. Hallelujah. So what of it I didn't tell her? So when the Lord asked me to tell her what was wrong, I did wrong, not knowing that it was that day that I too will be free. I was my destiny was in bondage. My blessing, my prayer cannot be answered. There is nothing. You see, the main problem of how many of us is that the devil has stolen much from us through conceal, concealing of secrets. And we have to mend our fence. The way to mend that fence is to go and reveal it. Tell it, however hard. You can, you can apply your own wisdom. If you know your wife or your husband cannot undo it, apply your own wisdom. The Lord Himself will do what he will, he will teach you what to do. Just do it prayerfully. Do it prayerfully. Don't don't keep that secret. If you have done that wrong thing to your spouse, reveal it. 
what did I say? Reveal it. Say it. You are not saying it because you are, if, if, if you are thinking that you are defending yourself or you are fencing away yourself from shame, by not saying it, do you know you are fencing out your blessing also? You are fencing yourself away from your blessings because the devil that make you to do that or the flesh or the flesh that make, made you to do that thing, he knew that he has kept a bank of secrets with him, of his own secrets with you. You know that you are keeping his own thing. He will take you and pick you as his, 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 word, his counterpart. So, and then he knew that if you come, if you bring that work of darkness that you have done, the secret thing that you have done that you cannot reveal to your spouse, if you bring it to the light, the enemy, the Bible said that those who are in the, who are, uh, in the darkness will not want to come into light in order not to rebuke their work. And the Bible said that what is done in the in the home, in the in the closet will be revealed in the open. Do you know that what we did not reveal today will still be revealed in the law, in the in hell. In judgment. In judgment. So if you enter into a marriage and you are in need and you committed sin in that against your wife or against your spouse, rather, then the only are you a believer? Of course, if you are a believer. You are a Christian. The devil is interested in keeping you on his own side by introducing that thing, that thing to you and by making you or I mean, instigating you against against the against revealing it. So if you lose the power of revealing it, then the devil has gained ground to be your master. So please reveal it. Uh, by the grace of the Lord, we will say more. We say more on this issue. If you have any question, you can ask us. Uh, we will take. We will give time for questioning. For those of you that are still in the studio with us, we will want you. We will encourage you to do what to ask us question, and the Lord will bless you in the name of Jesus. Let my sister continue. Okay. Yeah. God bless you. As God bless you as you continue. The Lord is telling you. Ways we might have broken our fences in marriage that allows the devil to peep in and start troubling our lives. And what you can do to mend it and therefore for the fire. If you can be able to say today, the Holy Spirit will come over you to take you serious, make amends when necessary in the name of Jesus. So when you are now open, the husband or the wife that have digested that secret should not be ashamed. She's naked now before you. Or the husband is naked before you. He or she should not be ashamed. Because that thing that is put in your charge has top secret. When you divulge it to those that ought not to hear, you are breaking your fence again. Because you are eroding your lo the love in his heart. He see you as somebody that cannot be trusted with something important. And when the love is eroded, the, the fence is cracking. So uh, the two of them were naked, Genesis 2.25. They were not ashamed. It's more than the way you would to, you used to interpret it. That top secret given unto you because we are married should not be let out of the bag of your belly to another place so that that will not be another way for your fence of my love, the love that fence your marriage. 
so that it will not be eroded, so that it will not break. The Lord will help us. Amen. Now, we, we, we are moving little by little. Then, we must come to an action that breaks fence beyond repairs. But all the, all the same, God can repair the irreparable. You can avoid it if you're just getting married or, or whatever. Even if it had happened in your marriage, humility of Christ, with all sincerity of heart, to ask for forgiveness can mend that fence. And what is that? It is infidelity. It is not only the fence of marriage is being broken concerning infidelity. Call it fornication, call it adultery. Even the fence of the churches, the fence of families, the fence of towns <clears throat> are being broken down by this devil. Adultery, fornication, infidelity is a devil on its own. All over the world, ravaging the whole world. Breaking fences there and there. As per your own guiding that you will account, uh, account, you give account for before your God. Whatever you can do, prayerfully, carefulness, being filled with the Spirit, do everything to be, to be so close to God. Whatever you can do to not to allow the devil On your on the head and run into the bush. And a marriage where the other cannot trust the other, oh God, is hell on earth. So others that we have been mentioning are dangerous if I allow them, but if I say this is one of the most dangerous to preference to the point of uh uh, not uh, irreparable, then I will not be overemphasizing the infidelity, unfaithfulness to your partner, unfaithfulness to your partner. Please, you can you can avoid it. The Lord can kill lust in you. The Lord can make you overcome the flesh that want to gratify itself. Probably when the when the partner is not around or when you are being seduced by other forces somewhere, you can overcome. If you're filled with the word of God, if you're prayerful, if you, you allow the Holy Spirit to take charge of your life, and if you submit your, yourself, this self that wants gratification, if you submit it to the cross every day to die, the Lord can help you. Somebody used to tell me, but whenever he said it, it muses me. But it is what you can do too. He said on the, in the, on the prayer mountain, he pulled out his organ and presented it before. <laughs> I presented it before the Lord and said, God, this one, 
will not enter into anyone that you will never give to me. And he prayed, his sweat was dropping like blood. With fasting. And God killed lust in him. To the extent that virgins, women, of all sorts, widows, free ones, surrounded him, bombarded him that he could have picked him one by one because there was no woman with him then. But because he had whatever you have given to God, he will keep it perfectly. Do you know he was able to succeed? And God was able to pass him and promote him to the extent that you have conquered him. Therefore, I will not count any sin against you anymore concerning women. The woman too can present her own to God. And the man can do the same thing. Please, infidelity or faithfulness to your partner because you, you fall into loss with another man or woman can destroy the things beyond repair. And you, you will be judged on the day of. So it is not too much to go to your own mountain, uh, prayer mountain. Your prayer mountain may be your room. Your prayer mountain may be that secret place where you pray. But that which you do in the secret, the prayer you pray in the secret, the Lord will reward you openly. That's what Jesus told us in, in, in the Beatitude in the uh, Sermon in, in Matthew 5. Present your organ to God. Hand it over to God. And present that flesh that wants itself to be gratified. Present it to the cross. Let it be nailed every day. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 15, I wouldn't know that verse now, maybe 30 something there, that I die daily. It is the flesh that wants it gratified that he present daily. You can conquer fornication. You can conquer the devilish adultery. You can conquer infidelity, unfaithfulness in marriage. If you can present your organ and tell God, hold it. Only when my partner is around will I want to do it. Whatever temptation I want to pass it. When you consciously do that and see God seriously as uh, this person sought for God then with fasting and prayer and God killed self in him so that as many women that will have, will have, that will have caused him to fall he was able to stand. Then our God is no respecter of person. If you too seek him early, you'll find him concerning this matter. Don't forget that the whole world is turned upside down now because of this adultery. Many families are, 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 are involved in divorce because of this, this thing that we are saying. So if God has helped someone to do a particular thing and he succeeded, if you do the same thing, you will succeed in Jesus' name. Please know that this thing that we call flesh <laughs> cannot do it alone, not to offend the one that he says he loves. Cannot do it alone to keep peace. It doesn't, it, do, it doesn't, it doesn't look into the future happiness. At the moment the hormone is released in the body. But God that helped this person I'm talking about can help you too. If you will do the same thing. Yeah. So if this is one of the devils that break fence beyond repairs and you are, oh, you are telling you what to do now, 
quickly give attention to that. The Lord will help you. Many marriages, are, many divorces are happening all over the world because, because of that. So please, we want to give a little time for questioning. We want to stop momentarily. You can call in to ask your questions or type it. Please do in Jesus' name. Uh, if you are still in the studio, all of you, yes. Um, have, uh, those who, are, who enter the studio, we have those who enter the studio, the person of uh, the bro Elewusi. Bro Elewusi. Bro Blewusi. Yes, Barbara Kwana. Kwansa. Barbara Kwansa. God bless you. We say we like your liking. We like you for liking our show. God bless God you. God bless you, sir. Then the Forex podcast with Pro. Susanna. Vivi, uh, then uh, I don't know this, the spelling of this one. H Y F P Q B J C. You enter the studio. God bless you. Apples to prosper. K by by do. God bless you. So you can ask. Then Riga one, Regal one. So you can ask question. Any one of you, if you are still in the studio, let me check whether they are still in the studio. Because some of our listeners. We download later after catching that uh, importance that they have uh, they want to they have time to li- they're listening to so by the grace of the lord if we are if you listen to us later you can send in your questions and we answer you by his grace in the name of jesus the lord bless you so as we find that uh you are you you, uh, you you are not you may not be in the studio under you now at this time so may the lord god almighty bless you for sending questions to us so the lord bless you uh there are a lot to touch but we want mm-hmm. to keep so we want to we want to continue next week from where we stop today because of our time so we are minding our time so that it will not be boring to you listeners the Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Because we know that many of us, we are busy on other things. So the Lord will bless us. Next week, we are going to continue. I think my sister, we should do that there. Yeah. Hallelujah. So uh, next week, we have agreed together here that we will continue that next week. All the rest that she will want to teach us and even the one that we want to add and all the others that we can add together. But don't forget that... Uh, taking decision alone, there are those things that breaks fence of your marriage. Don't forget what she taught us. Then do not isolate yourself eh, from one another. Always work together, however, whatever the situation. So and then uh, immediately you have quarrel set to it that day. Don't sleep over it. The Lord bless you. Find a way of calling one another to say to it. We, I think we will say that. Uh, we add that later. Hallelujah. Then do not shift blame on one another. So take, first of all, take your blame and take responsibility. The Lord bless us in Jesus' name. Those are the things that you must do in order to, not to break your fence or things to avoid from, from, uh, from fence breaking, to prevent fence breaking. 
of your family. Then good communication also. Good communication. She made mention of good communication. So by the grace of the Lord, next week we are going to continue. So and also about the issue of keeping secrets. Very important thing. It is very dangerous to keep secrets. So we have said it. Next week, by the grace of God, we may say more on this issue. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. We thank God for your life and everyone of us that partake in this program. The Lord bless all of you that enter the studio. By the grace of the Lord, we will meet you again next week. And you will meet us too. And we know the Lord himself will be there with us in the name of Jesus. The Lord in his glory and power will make us available on that day as well. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. To God be the glory in Jesus' name. So we want to round up now. I want to pray as we are rounding up. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray for all our listeners, every family and homes that are represented here, whose marriage fence has been broken in one way or the other, especially on what has been hurt today, we are praying for mercy in the name of Jesus. That the, uh, the, 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 the distance that the enemy have covered in engaging this family in that which he has engaged them in order to, uh, to, to break into their marriage, Lord, you will enter this marriage where we are inviting you by your mercy to bring divine measure of correction in the name of Jesus. They can't do it by themselves, but you can do it for them. Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus, let it be. Let it be. Let it be in the name of Jesus. Let it be in the name of Jesus. Holy Ghost of God, we pray that in Jesus' name. Each family, each spouse is here that are, that are hearing this prayer, I mean, hearing this message and answering amen to this prayer, we pray that you will give them divine strength, divine energy to work together with you in mending the fence of their family. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray that, Lord, every attackers and strangers of every family that has taken his throne against your counsel in that marriage, Lord, you cause that throne to be vacant right now by your presence in the name of Jesus. That the glory of your presence will come into that family in the name of Jesus. We pray that every instrument of discord that the enemy has been using against our families and families in general shall be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Lord, you have made marriage and give us, the, you have made marriage from the beginning and give us the, uh, the, uh, the, the glimpse of how it should be. But Lord, we fail as men through Adam and Eve, our father and our mother. But Lord God Almighty, we are the if we are the if and Adam of today. We pray that, that you will help us in Jesus' name. Not to fail again, not to fail you in our marriage. And that we pray every treasures that are therein in our marriages, oh Lord, that we must fence the enemy away from. Lord, you will keep you will do defensing with us. You will help us. We are asking that the grace of God will attend to us. You will help us in the name of Jesus. That all of us together in Jesus' name, we shall be there uh, with you, doing it with you in the name of Jesus. And you not leave us alone 
in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We adore you, Lord. We give honor to you. We give glory to you. Adoration and part your name in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Honor and part your name. We thank you, Father, because you have done it even more than what we can pray for today in the name of Jesus. Glory be to your name in Jesus Christ mighty name we pray Amen. hallelujah you can download our message on thefruitfulfamily.podbean.com and you can reach out to us also when you download podbean hub you can go to our profile to know about us and to know how to get our uh, you can you, 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 uh, the lord the lord want to use it for us to bless us we pray that the lord god almighty we bless you too in the name of jesus christ so whenever the Lord, we have prayed that whenever the Lord wants to use it, we use mm. in the name of Jesus. Mm. So, you know, as ministry, we need supporters, but the Lord is our best supporter. We will know the right ones. And we pray the Lord will make you the right one in the name of Jesus. Mm. God bless you. Bye for now in the name of Jesus. Mm. Hallelujah. Mm. Amen. Mm -hmm. Bye for now. Amen. Mm -hmm.